Wizard Wing, tuned into the future. Hello, I'm Robin, and welcome to the audio diary of a hypermanic. It's a behind-the-scenes look at the making of a podcast about my experience with bipolar disorder. It's, a, it's an issue that many who have been through it themselves, they're rather scared of sharing. But the team at Folded Wing in London have been very kind enough to want to work with me on transforming my story about my experiences into what I hope will be a rewarding and exciting piece of audio. And there's no more fitting location to start off our travels than the seagull surrounds of my current place of living, Ramsgate, where I'm sat on the sands, wrapped up warm, and indulging in some genuine seaside fish and chips, which you're more than welcome to share with me. You're going right in there, so whilst you enjoy them, I'll explain that being sat on the beach is one of the many little things that in a hypermanic state, and in a normal state when things get a bit too much to bear, can provide comfort along with spag bowls, apple puff pastries and jazzy piano sevenths such as the ones you're hearing in the background delivered by some bloke called Jamie Cullum. I've never heard of him myself. Well, very soon I'll be making my way to my birthplace of East London to stay the night and I'm a little bit scared, so please feel free to tag along with me. I'm Joe Blamires, I'm Robin's mum. I'm Mike Blamires, I'm Robin's father. We knew that Robin had some problems from when he was quite young, and when he was about three or four, we realised that probably he had an autism spectrum disorder. We were puzzled and we were helped to start thinking about the difficulties that Robin had. Uh, Later on, when he was a a teenager, uh, we realised he went through something similar to depression, and then later on in young adulthood, uh, he had uh, what was described as a a manic episode, which was very, very difficult uh, for Robin. I noticed that Robin was not eating very much, that his behaviour was unusual and he was he was sure that everything was going to be wonderful to a quite unrealistic degree. That built up onto one day where Robin was incredibly agitated and quite frightening. We had no option to learn about the sectioning process in order to get some help. When he was in hospital, suddenly went from people not being sure that there was really a serious problem to it becoming very serious. One of the biggest problems was that we didn't see the same psychiatrist and it was only towards the end that we ever saw the same one twice. There was a bad decision about medication which meant that Robin had a quite a severe reaction and we didn't really know how well Robin was so Eventually he went back to university, but he went back too soon and it didn't work out and he had to come home again. Um, So that was very hard for him as well. For a long time we were scared if Robin was becoming too happy. That's a great situation for a parent to be in, isn't it? You're worried and you're scared. Is your child happy? 
specific pointers towards mania. My name's Kate, I'm Robin's sister. I knew that Robin had been in hospital um, and he'd been quite unsettled because my parents had sent me emails while I was away. I spent that summer in America working with adults and children that have disabilities but I didn't really know the full extent of what had happened until I got home. I could tell that Robin was quite strongly affected by the medication he was on. Um, he was speaking more slowly than he did before and he was saying that he couldn't sleep and he'd been walking up and down the stairs at night because he hadn't been able to sleep. And I think that made me realise that things were quite a lot worse than, I'd, um, than I knew before. I think it's great that Robin's doing the podcast because it shows that he's got some perspective on um, on what's happened and that he can look back on it quite calmly. Um, I hope it raises awareness um, and I hope it gets heard a lot. Robin is very honest when he talks about his mental health experiences and I think maybe the use of audio allows for a certain creativity and imagination that can give people a better understanding of what it might be like to go through hypermania. This is Thames Television, operating on the London transmitter of the Independent Television Authority. Well, we have arrived at a hotel in Newham, very close to my birthplace, where I am staying the night before travelling to Folded Wing tomorrow. And the reason I've chosen to stay here is that it's where most of my manic thoughts sort of developed. And whilst most young people were scared witless by the Doctor Who theme, I was terrified by shorter, startling things, such as the old Thames Eider that you just heard. But... Having thought about that, in 1989, when I was about four years old, Thames Television, after about 20 years, they changed their identity from a startling fanfare to a forward-looking visual collage accompanied by a nice saxophone tune by David Dundas. At the time, it gave me that mental thought that it was now safe to watch ITV without any distress, although... It was the first of many relapses. I've had several other sort of mini manic episodes since, but none towards the scale of which I shall be recreating tomorrow morning with the lovely people at Folded Wing. But for now, I best get some shut eye and having brought back a few scary memories, it's going to be quite tricky, but hopefully I'll be able to sleep through calmly. Good night. Please don't forget to switch off your television sets, will you? Good night, once again. No, there's not a gunge tank in my bedroom, but that's the noise of the alarm clock on my mobile phone, which does the job perfectly because once it wakes you up, you can't get back to sleep. There's no way you're going to get back to sleep. It's actually my favourite sound effect, um, still used today by Chris Evans on his Radio 2 breakfast show. But um, it's woken me up ahead of what will be a long but productive day at the Wing Studios, where I'm just about to head over now to recreate a time when Scouting the Girls were in the charts, a political leader got sacked for being too old, and Anthony Cotton from Coronation Street was given his own daytime chat show 
and they had me wondering whether I was going crazy or whether the outside world was already crazy itself. I'm not sure if it's just me, but does the noise of a door opening sound a bit like the teddy bear's picnic? You know, the line that goes, for every bear, wherever bear was. Yeah, you get the idea. Well, I've arrived at the Folded Wing Studios in Clerkenwell, and you're about to hear what may be one of the rare pleasant noises in this piece of a door chime, followed by the voice of the office manager, Sandy P. So let's give us a go. Hello, push the door. Oh, thank you, Sandy. Good morning. <laughs> Let's walk up. I've just had an energy drink actually. I could have some water later on. Yeah, yeah. So while Sandy gets me the first of many glasses of water I shall be drinking today, I've made myself at home at the desk of account manager Jim Lister, who sadly can't be present today due to him being on holiday. However, the people I have got working with me today are equally capable, if not the very best, spreading over different areas of production. Ian Parkinson. My name's Ian Parkinson. What I hope to bring to Robin's project is an overview and a sense of what we want to achieve at the end of the day, and maybe some guidance here and there on script and some production ideas. The first time I heard it, even in quite a basic and rough form, I thought it was an amazing and unique insight into what it's like to uh, live with mental challenges such as Asperger's and bipolar depression. One of the voices that you hear least is from the people living with mental health issues themselves. And I think the unique thing here is we have someone who is living with mental health issues, but also has an extraordinary ability to make radio programmes and to communicate what that's like. I'm really excited about working with Ian, as not only does he have great producer and managerial credentials, but when I was really little, Ian, it was his voice that read the news on Radio 1. Ian Parkinson reporting. So I thought we'd get him to reprise that role in one of my many weird hallucination sequences. The top story at seven. A 22-year-old man from East London has now been missing for 10 days. Police believe his disappearance may be linked to so-called artificial highs. My name's Karen Pearson. I'm the CEO of Folded Wing. I met Robin two years ago when he came in for an interview for work placement and blew us away with his knowledge of soul music, music and radio. And Robin joined us for a week and then played me at the radio piece that he's working on today and it completely blew me away. My main role today is literally to make sure Robin's comfortable. Um, he's in fantastic hands with Ian and Mickey. I think I'm playing the role of the nurse in one of the voices. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite excited to record voices. Usually I'm on the other side of the microphone, so it might be slightly scary, but I'm confident Robin's gonna be able to produce me really well. So those are my shipmates assisting me on my audio adventure, which is about to set sail in the folded wing main studio downstairs. and. 
the on-air light is currently switched off, so why don't you sneak in to hear how we go about producing a podcast? So where are we going to do... We can do it in the booth. I'm not a fan of the sound of the booth. Or we could do it on the sofa. Do with, um, do the sofa. You prefer on the sofa? Yeah. It's more relaxing. Should we do it on this one? No, no. That one? Okay, then. If you think I sound better standing up, because yeah, um, it, it varies from person. Well, I used to present standing up, um, but well, if you're happy standing up, come on, stand okay. up. It's standing up. <coughs> yeah, it's sometimes good for energy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. No, you're right. If it works for Chris Morales, then <laughs> <laughs> he's too fat to stand. Up. <laughs> no, he's lost a lot of weight actually. I wasn't really certain of what to do with it outside of university. Fuck off, lost my. Sorry, do, uh, could you just do two retakes? You know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. At the top of this page. The sentence beginning, but I also found a safe space. Yeah. Could you do that one? Yeah, In yeah. Fact, no why don't you do everything from from down to the zero seven? Okay, then. Are we rolling? Yeah. Good. But I also found... <coughs> excuse me. But I also found a safe space to present on the student radio station, developing my own soul music show... Given free weight, given free reign of what I played, and that included the jingles. You happy with that? No. You, can you, yeah. Can you do the I managed to? Okay. I'm. It's it's written a bit funny, isn't it? Yeah. If you've got any ideas of how I could. Really, so, I think that's fine. Um, yeah, I think you just stuck an extra. Uh, wheel yeah, well, um, I might <laughs> deviate some. I, I do have a habit of ad libbing right. from a script, so. Good. I managed to gain a wealth of practical radio experience, sharing it with others, but I wasn't really certain with what to do with it outside of university. You that was all right, actually. <clears throat> Take a breather, let's wait for the Well, there's a scary object which is right in front of me right now, which has been bought from Halfords and it's red, and there's a canister. And it's an air horn, so I'm excited to see at what part of the production Robin's going to use the air horn. At the moment it's still in a packet, it hasn't been taken out of the packet, so I'm excited to kind of look through the script and find out where it comes in. This is the bit I've been scared about the most. Well, we can record it without you if you... No, I have to be in here, I can't not. Okay. So what's this, what's happening? It's an air horn. Yeah, we're going to get the infamous air horn. Does it, does it work? Yes, it works! <laughs> oh, I think I think I think Are you going to be funny about No, no, I have to. Okay. No, I'll take it outside and then I'll come back. Yeah, come back in. I'll try it out before. You okay? Well, it's good it works. At least we don't have to go back to Holford's. Hmm? I'm more scared of it than Robin is. Three, two, one. That was brilliant! <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> That's exactly how I thought it was sound. The second that I met Karen on my placement, we clicked instantly, and it was impossible to stop us talking about radio and music at length, and her overall warmth and charm has always had me thinking, why isn't she heard on air? Why isn't she heard on the microphone? So, with that in mind, I cast her as one of the nurses. And then how do we do the lines? Do we both Well, do I'll explain. Um, this bit here, you're really ill now. You have to do it in a sort of a creepy voice. And... <laughs> have to be cre- yeah, you have to give me a brief of what's... Yeah. Sound. Oh, for goodness sake, you only think I'm ill because I'm really high. I'm sure I can cure you with audio shock treatment, 
maybe through a very loud wake-up call. No, please, I genuinely beg of you. Sorry, I was distorting the mic. Sorry, I, I... I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> well, no, I have to be like that, okay? Because yeah, I think looking at the the clacks are not there will make me uh, will, will prevent or will, will give me. Okay, so Karen, let's do you again. Seaside fish and chips, New York vanilla cheesecake. Is that more the style of it, Robin? Getting there, if you could just do the last couple of ones again, like seaside fish and chips and New York vanilla cheesecake. Imagine you're back in South End and, oh. and you could hear the waves going. And... Robin was brilliant today, explaining to people exactly what he wanted from lines and how he wanted things to sound. And um, the whole thing was lots of fun. The main thing I enjoyed the most is that we all got on and when things went wrong, we were able to laugh about it and we were covered. Do you want to sound a bit more haunted? Yes, that's a yes. Why don't you read the whole lot? Then you can yeah, 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 we can pick and choose from here. Yeah. Apple puff pastries. <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to do it in a sex room. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got Mickey going. <laughs> Apple puff pastries. It's not a Nevanessa. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. My name's Andrea Rangecroft. I'm an assistant producer at Folded Wing. And Robin asked me to play the role of Nurse 2 in his bipolar piece. It's intimidating to, to act out pieces like that because I'm definitely not an actor. I'm very much a producer. This is obviously straight acting, if you see what I mean and I'm just not very good at it, so it was incredibly intimidating. And yeah, we'll see how, how well my voice comes out in it. What instrument is that? It's a Rhodes piano. It's like an electric piano, like what they used to play after the end credits of the Waltons. You know, my daughter used to play the piano. Wasn't as nice as this, though. Yeah, yeah, we can fade that out. Yeah. I think it was nice actually. That yeah. That felt a lot more natural than with all of us in the room. Yeah. Well Thank you, nurses. A lot better. And I think it's really important that pieces like the one Robin's making get to as wide an audience as possible so that people who don't perhaps don't have friends or family that have bipolar or have other mental health conditions can know what it's like. And most importantly of all, it's absolutely fine not to fit in. I'd much prefer to be individually crazy rather than dull on mass. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> That's all right. Lovely. Lovely. Okay. Yeah. Really lovely script, Robin. Yeah, really. Really, nice. really. I think the really fantastic thing is Robin worked on this, put lots of love and energy into it right from the beginning to the end. All elements of it have been amazing from the script through to the sound, through to Robin's delivery of all the links. Yeah, I just really can't wait for people to hear it and for it to be out in the open. We're talking to websites like Rethink and Mind and other BBC radio stations. We just want as many people as possible to hear it. Hear the finished article, but also the behind-the-scenes diary, read the blog and, and see all the pictures. And we just can't wait to yeah get it out, out to the whole world. As somebody who works in audio, this piece has been a real inspiration. Well, it's nearing the end of my London outing and my day at Folded Wing where I'm now stood outside St Pancras Station having just destroyed a pepperoni passion, which could be an ideal reward after an exhaustive but ultimately fun and productive day recording what I hope will inspire other people who 
have been through an awful lot and maybe give them the confidence to open up about their experiences in ways that will encourage them to learn more about themselves and the positive qualities that they don't know they've got. That's an area of mental health that I think is dreadfully overlooked as too many people interpret being happy as a side of being high and what I have done today is something that without my manic episode or bipolar as a whole, it just wouldn't have happened. Anyway, my train is set to depart, so thanks for accompanying me on my round trip from the seaside to the big city and back, and I hope you enjoy listening to the audio itself. Thanks for listening. Folded Wing. To hear more, head to foldedwing.co.uk.